0: and welcome back to another episode of Deets with Dita. I'm your host Nandita and today I promised I wouldn't come back to Marvel but I'm coming back to it again because I have the one and only Seamus, the Shay, to come. Big
1: daddy Shay, big up, Nandizzle, <laughs> real chisel. Shay's on the mic, I belong to be here, it's been overdue, man's gonna come with the Marvel facts, you get me?
0: It's the perfect... You are the perfect guest to have on an episode to talk about the no, future. No,
1: you are the perfect host. <laughs> Let's stop guessing me.
0: Okay, okay. But still, this is really good to have you on an episode on the future of the Marvel Cinematic Universe because I know we spend a lot of our time just talking about the theories and what's going on and, b- and that b- b- analysing every single scene of a film. So, you know, I'm Mm -hmm. super excited. For my guests for each uh, episode, I forgot to do this before. (laughs) Um, I always ask them three questions, right? So, who are you? How do you know me? And what is your favourite genre of film? So, go.
1: Um, I think I'm before. I am an associate of Nanditas. Happen to attend the same nerdy math school. Big up, Chirag, big up everyone from the, the scene uh <laughs> i forgot the third question
0: the third question is the genre of film that it genre is of film made.
1: um i think it may be superhero films uh as that was probably heavily alluded to at the beginning uh, i like other films I like action to be honest i like i like film in general i don't think i do have like my favorites obviously because i'm a big nerd but i, I appreciate a good film i like everything, i mean really apart from musicals i hate musicals they're stupid why do, why why okay, tell me why in every single musical, everybody knows exactly what the song so they come back from home, right? They come back from home, come back from school, they get home, all of a sudden they're singing about how great the day at school was and their mum's joining in, all of a sudden the plates and the and the dishes start singing, and there's a whole choreography going on that everyone knows. I think it's a bit over the top and stupid. I like Pitch Perfect though. that's a good singing film. But yeah, I mean hate that. Musicals.
0: See, Pitch Perfect in the context, the singing makes sense because it's like very much singing competitions, right? Yeah. I understand the kind of hate towards musicals because I used to be like that. But then I watched La La Land and then my whole opinions kind of changed.
1: <laughs> yeah, but you like Captain Marvel, so we can ignore that.
0: Okay, so moving swiftly on. So in today's episode, we're going to be talking about the future MCU films that are coming out, as well as the future TV shows that are coming out. And we'll round it off by talking about some of our theories that we may want to come true for the near future of like the phases or the next saga. So let's get into it. Yeah, boy. I guess we have to now talk about the MCU films that are coming up. So we have a bunch of them they've announced a lot but mm-hmm. just cuz they've announced a lot doesn't necessarily mean that they've given a lot away
1: <laughs> i think they they haven't really done a good job at like advertising their films i mean like black widow has had three trailers now i think but eternals is one of the more recent movies coming up and that hasn't even had a trailer yet. <laughs> just a couple of like leak concept art and that's about it so
0: exactly yeah. I think yeah so whilst okay let's start off with Black Widow then seeing as it's got the most to talk about I guess. Mm. So Black Widow it's delayed. Um...
1: <laughs> yeah you know I was gassed because I was going to come out on my birthday and, I, and I, I always like having a Marvel film around then but yeah stupidly coronavirus uh, kind of disrupted everything.
0: Like it's not just the Marvel it's like everyone every single film is suffering And Black Widow just happens to be one of them. And I think um, it's interesting because they've delayed it indefinitely now. And I don't think they have a set release Mm. date for it now, which makes me question, are they going to put it on Disney Plus?
1: Yeah, that's what I feel like they're doing because they're definitely trial running that with uh, Milan. Um, I feel like they're going to see how well that goes. Uh, especially with the pricing of it, because I'm pretty sure that it was like thirty pounds or thirty dollars. I don't know what currency.
0: It was thirty dollars for Americans, and then for us, it was nineteen ninety nine. Yeah. Pounds. So I feel
1: like that's them testing it, and a lot of people I feel like is are kind of like resenting that kind of. That's on the high end, definitely. Especially since you can go to the cinema. I mean, I for one probably won't be interested in renting it temporarily. I'd rather wait until it does come available just to stream.
0: Mm. Um.
1: But I would like for it to be in cinemas because I do enjoy the whole cinematic experience.
0: I think there's a lot of issues that I have specifically with Black Widow being released um, as a film on a streaming site, purely because we have waited for Black Widow to have a solo film since phase one, Mm. right? You've taken that from us. We haven't got to see a proper arc for her. And then, spoilers, Mm. in Endgame, you just kill her off, right? So now it's like, okay, we're getting a film for her, finally, and Scarlett Johansson's really happy about this film, but if you're going to put it on a streaming site, then what was the whole point?
1: Mm. And it's kind of, like, annoying how, especially with, like, for the limited amount of female superheroes, this is why, what made Captain Marvel so, like, influential and iconic, kind of, not in the exact same way as Black Panther, but something for women in the sense of something, iconic, standout superhero film with a female lead. To have something like that kind of sidelined to Disney Plus where it will attract a smaller audience than it would in the mainstream cinemas and stuff is kind of a bit upsetting. Um mm-hmm. especially it's quite like as you're saying, there's not really been a lot of story for Black Widow. There's a lot of stuff that's been alluded to about her past and that's never really been explored. So the one film where we do get to see more about her and it's being pushed aside a little bit. Hopefully, hopefully it doesn't get the new mutants treatment. Oh
0: god, if it does, I will actually start crying. Yeah.
1: Oh With the whole way the MCU works, I feel like they're gonna have to. It's not like they can just keep pushing it back forever, forever.
0: You mentioned backstory. So we kind of see in some of the trailers that we are gonna get a bit more of Black Widow backstory because she has like her family, and mm-hmm. that's like that's like pretty cool. I'm I'm excited that David Harbour is in this film. Absolutely love David Harbour. He's like incredible Stranger and things.
1: love it so what I'm most excited about is Budapest because how many times has that been mentioned like exactly
0: between, uh,
1: Hawkeye and Black Widow and I think it is confirmed that they will are some of the trailers and like set photos there are shots in Budapest so I think it's oh. good to see that perhaps be revisiting that history which has been hyped up quite a lot so hopefully I want
0: to live. see Budapest yes oh my god that's going to be so fun And, like, Mm -hmm. I think a lot of other things um, I've, like, heard about for this film. So, like, I know that this is going to be um, Iron Man's, like, last appearance in the MCU, Mm. I think. Not sure whether they're using, like, previously recorded footage for him or whether it's he's actually done some filming because this will be set in the past. So, we'll see how um, Robert Downey Jr. comes back for a little bit and then dips. Um, But that's also been alluded to. And then also, there's been a lot of speculation about whether Bucky's going to be in this film.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, Because the history of, like, oh, Bucky actually trained uh, Black Widow briefly in Mm. the comics uh, when she was in the Red Room. Um, Also, they had some sort of little romantic history. I don't know if that's... That's not going to be in the MCU, but they did have that in the comics.
0: If Um, they add another romantic... um, uh, partner for black widow i will scream <laughs>
1: <laughs> i mean it's part of the job i guess you know the whole um seduce and kill them or receive information
0: true true but, yeah. but some of them were forced in there with the intent to stick yeah, as a I don't relationship know What the hell they
1: were doing with Bruce? that was a bit no why was the betty ross man they got rid of her uh, like... i
0: mean to be honest is incredible hulk seen as canon
1: it is, though. And, like, they have, like, Everett Ross in the films. Um, but, like... And, like, he's, in, he's me, in this film as well.
0: To me, he's just not canon.
1: <laughs> no, I like it. Because if you think about it, what they've done is, in that film, they managed to tie that into the whole, like, lore of Captain America and the whole super soldier program. Um And the fact that they kind of retconned the whole character to kind of be that, oh, without... Bruce knowing he was helping them try and develop the super soldier program and mm-hmm. upon testing himself that's how he became the Hulk. Um, I think that was like a really good way of being able to tie in the slightly kind of ridiculous notion of the you know gamma radiation kind of makes me a big big Hulk dude. I've also heard speculation on the fact with like Ross specifically like there's a lot of spe- uh, speculation behind his character and what he's going to be doing in the film um, mm-hmm. and a lot of people are starting to think that this could be a lead into the Thunderbolts team. Which is kind of a team of like anti heroes and villains, kind of like not exactly like the Suicide Squad in DC, but along those lines of kind of like a dark ops kind of team, uh, which was led like, by general, by different characters, like Norman Osborne led it at one point. But you'll have characters like, oh, Black Widow would be on this team, Red Hulk, which is also something people are getting excited for with potentially being in the MCU. Um, I think Taskmaster might have been a part of this team. Uh, and basically, like a few of like these anti-hero kind of like edgy of characters. Um, so- that makes
0: sense. Mm-hmm. You know, that makes sense because we're getting Taskmaster as the villain in this film. So you mm-hmm. know, maybe he might not get killed off, and he might join this team. And then you've got you've mentioned that Black Widow was in this team, but I've heard a lot of interviews that, um, with Scarlett Johansson that she's um, passing on the baton to yeah. uh, Florence. Who is like the new character who's going to be in um, the Black Widow film, and I think it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting to see. Maybe they will end up doing that. I mean, Marvel have a lot of options at the moment. They have a lot of comic book like mm. runs that, that they could use. It's just about which ones are gonna fit with the grand scheme plan going forward.
1: Yeah, I agree with that. I especially feel like with all how the original six Avengers are starting to slowly phase out of the mcu and we see down the juniors mean is leaving. what
0: is it half of them are dead
1: yeah that's true <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit peak i mean cap's technically not dead he's alive he's just a bit um useless
0: i mean uh, yeah he's a bit old
1: yes you know, but yeah we can see how it's starting to phase away we've got like new hulk potentially coming in this later we'll talk about that later we've got a new mm. Iron Man potentially. I've heard a couple of rumors about a, an Iron Heart or an Iron Lad.
0: I've um, also heard those rumors.
1: There's obviously Kate Bishop potentially coming along.
0: Yeah, so we've we'll got talk all about these other TV.
1: variants of the original core Avengers, and we start to see their transition in a way. So I think it's strong. Poss- I mean, pretty much is confirmed that it is the torch is being handed on to Yelena Belova um, as the new Black Widow. So I yeah. think, yeah, that's definitely a strong possibility that we're gonna see in a film. And it's gonna be interesting to see how that carries out as well. So yes.
0: So we've let's talk about the Eternals now. Right? So I'm so excited for the Eternals, purely because I've seen the cast, I've seen the characters that they're gonna present, and it is extremely diverse and interesting, right? Mm. Like the what they've done with the characters, I'm not sure if you know that they've like changed some of the genders yeah, of some of, gender, of the characters. Gender, yeah. And they've also changed like the ethnicity of some of them as well. And yeah. it's like I'm happy about that because Marvel, are like, okay, we recognize that we don't have I d I Id- don't We recognize that we don't have a diverse history in mm. terms of um, you know, some of our older comic book runs and characters, but we understand that we can make those changes now. So I'm glad that they do. They're even having a um a deaf character, I believe. Are they? Yeah, I think one of the characters in Eternals I think is going to be death. Do not quote me on this, but I think so. Mm. I think the kid, the little girl, I think is going to be yeah. um, death, which is interesting. Personally, I think they should have done that with Hawkeye, but you know, they missed an the opportunity to that.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, but, you know, I'm excited.
1: But like yeah, I agree with you, like the thing with the diversity, like that's something that, like I I was gonna talk about as well. Cause I particularly like appreciated the fact that oh there is a really diverse cast and you don't really see that anywhere else in the MCU. And I guess you kind of do with the Spider-Man. I have remember seeing a post on this, like on Instagram, where like, oh yes, you actually pay attention to it, the Spider Man cast is a lot more diverse than you think it is.
0: You mentioned what I mentioned in my ethnic uh representation episode. I there's this one scene in uh Far From Home where they're all on a little boat. Yeah. And you just see all the students, and it's just full of you, you realize that there's just there's such a diverse uh, range of students who are on this field trip. I'm glad that they are doing that with other MCU films as well, yeah. in a way that and I can really
1: applaud it where it's done like, in an effective way where it's not in your face. I really dislike it when it's uh, they choose the character or they create a character for the sole purpose of it being a black or a powerful black icon or like a strong female icon, whatever, and creating a character with that in mind I feel like kind of detracts from them being a good character in themselves
0: that's exactly like what happened with Captain Marvel
1: yeah I feel like they were too focused on creating a strong female character than rather create a strong character which happens to be female I think mm. there's a strong difference between the two and I feel like sometimes they don't always do that right
0: mm, but sure.
1: I, I, it has to be hats off where they do it well and I think *Far From Home* was a good example of where they did that and hopefully Eternals is going to be something like that as well
0: yeah, hopefully. I mean, I'm I'm pretty hyped for it. Yeah. I've heard a rumor though. And I'm really scared about this, but I've heard that apparently there's going to be a Bollywood number. In... Oh no! Yeah,
1: I heard that as well. Yeah,
0: yeah. in a time. Because the guy, the
1: Asian guy, is going to be a Bollywood dancer in like real life. Because like, the whole plot spoilers potentially, mm. which pretty much spoilers. But <laughs> they're going to be like, oh, they they don't remember that they are eternal. They kind of like have lost their memories over time, whatever um and so they have that real jobs they have some of them are celebrities some of them are generic normal people and one of them is a body with us so so he's gonna have a sequence it's gonna be interesting but i feel like that's where i'm slightly concerned of where okay maybe they might go over the top with the diversity thing look as an indian i'm just
0: worried Mm. they need to pull it off in a way that's not cringy you need to make mm. it seamless. And I have no doubt that maybe a Disney can pull it off. But I just think if you do it in a way that like belittles it or makes fun of the fact that like Bollywood dancing is like this and Bollywood dance numbers are like this, I think you're going to have a lot of... like I'm going to have a lot of issues with it.
1: Yeah. Um, like One issue I do have with the actual cast is the size of it. I feel like, like it's going to be hard for me to be able to attach that well, it's like a cast like eight of the Eternals team. Mm. And then there's also going to be Celestials, which look sick as well. But Mm. the the actual cast is like, this is so big that I feel like for me to be able to get attached and remember and feel something. If there's like a death or a serious moment, I don't know how attached I can feel to that character. There's so many of them and it's hard for me to really, I don't know how they're going to balance that story. It's going to be a lot to manage. Because I mean, at the Avengers, we had, like, solo films leading up to the big team-up, whereas this is straight into a big team. And it's like, I don't
0: This is an interesting thing that you mentioned, because, like, I think it's going to be very similar to Guardians of the Galaxy in the sense that if you don't know, if you're not a big comic book fan, you're not going to know who the Eternals mm. are, right? So then you're going into this film with zero knowledge about the Eternals, and you're going to go in and you're going to try and, like, see whether you vibe with them but it's going to be very different i feel like the tone of this film is going to be very different to guardians i really hope they don't make it funny because one thing that i have as a little pet peeve for marvel films is that they feel like some of their phase three films just feel like they're trying to be funny all the time but you know we can Mm. have a superhero film that's kind of a little bit serious that doesn't need to be like all laughs all the time
1: Mm. i feel like phase two was definitely strongest in that suit hundred
0: percent soldier. Yes. <laughs> soldier
1: is definitely the most hardcore film we have so far i'd say civil war as well is like along those lines of like hardcore intense civil War is my favorite mcu film mostly it's like avengers 2.5 but you got avengers fighting each other so i feel like that's kind of cool and I've... i remember spider-man for the first time
0: and black panther
1: and black panther and Giant Man for the first time. There's so, yes, there was so watches, many Yes, there were so many firsts. That, yeah.
0: There was a lot of oh yeah, moments in that film, 100%. So I guess um, let's whiz on to another MCU film uh, Shang-Chi and The Legend of the Ten Rings. Now, Shay, Shang-Chi, I have... who's that? <laughs>
1: I, who's Shang-Chi? Have...
0: <laughs> okay, no, I have two questions for you. Okay, my first question is. Are they trying to make up for the mess of Iron Man 3?
1: Yes. They retconned <laughs> it. They literally did a post. They made a post credit scene to retcon that because people were so mad at the backlash.
0: Right. And then my second question is Are they trying to make up for the mess of Iron Fist?
1: That I literally wrote down B Tech Iron Fist. Like, I swear to God, this, I don't know who <laughs> the hell this guy is. Never heard of Shang-Chi. Pulled up some random martial arts guy I know of. Nowhere, and I'm like, Why not just remake? Wait a bit. You've got the rights to Iron Fist again. Just do Iron Fist. I don't understand. It's like he's more iconic. He's arguably the best martial artist. Who the hell is Shang Chi?
0: Honestly, how, how is
1: he going to contribute to an Avengers film?
0: Honestly, I have. He's no going to be
1: another Black Widow with guns in a in a war against like millions of aliens. He's going to be punching them. Like what?
0: It's it's really weird. It really really is weird because at least with the lore of Iron Fist, you had like. He actually has powers from the dragon that yeah. he defeated, but like I know nothing about Shang Chi. Maybe they'll try and like revamp him and make him yeah. a little bit iron. I... Maybe they'll try and make him a little bit iron fisty
1: because of. Yeah, the... but I hope not because I did okay. I didn't like Iron Fist, but <laughs> the, the Netflix shows I really liked that. So for them to try and like sideline him like he didn't didn't exist rather than try and fix him again, I don't know because they're gonna try and fix Fan- Fantastic Four. So why can't they do it with Iron Fist?
0: I mean, maybe it's because Iron Fist is kind of a lower profile character in their eyes. So, you know, I mean, I still I'm I'm playing devil's advocate. I still think
1: this guy would be as well. Like the fact the fact that me and you have never heard of him you're trying to tell me that he is more important than Iron Fist is. We've both heard of several times, even before the Netflix TV show. Exactly. I knew who Iron Fist was. I never knew who this guy was. How was he getting a film?
0: Honestly um, we should take it up with the Flag master himself.
1: Yeah. But I do feel like it'll be a nice change of pace though because I think it's I think it'll be different kind of like along the lines of like a good like Jackie Chan kind of film mm. where it's an it's a, it's a martial arts film bit of slapstick comedy here and there um, and I think it does I think the most most important thing is that it's bringing the film industry to perhaps areas which aren't in western mainstream media.
0: Quite a lot, kinda of like getting that
1: diversity market again.
0: Yeah, if they if they try and do it like that, then I would definitely be interested in watching this film. Otherwise at the moment, I don't know whether I'm very excited about this film or not.
1: Not really. I'm just more interested to see the Ten Rings kind of lore. Mm. Obviously it wasn't it's the uh the Mandarin is like a a solid like Iron Man villain and obviously made appearances in two. No, was he in Iron Man 2 as well? well but basically two, at least two of the three Iron Man films. They did allude to it a they little were a bit, bit, bit. Yeah. But there was like you got a lot of that reference. I'm glad to see that oh, they're finally following up on it and perhaps redeeming stuff that they did wrong in the past. Mm. Um but who the hell is this
0: guy? You know who what? He? Who knows? Until we get a trailer, we're gonna have no clue about this. So yeah. let's move on to another film. Let's keep going. Okay, so Thor Love and Thunder.
1: Tyka, my boy. He he's coming to receive a- the guy. He's saving the MCU.
0: Single handedly.
1: One- God is the Galaxy was supposed to come out before this. I dropped my phone. Because <laughs> the Galaxy was supposed to come out before this. And Thor was also supposed to be in it. I don't know if he was supposed to. But because of the ending of Endgame. Yeah. So how are they going to try and fix that if that was the case?
0: Maybe. Maybe Thor will be like um not as big of a role in this because as you know, jane foster is going to be the mighty thor
1: yeah and i'm actually interested to see how they're going to do it if they actually are going to do the cancer storyline from the comics and mm. um, i think that's going to be interesting and somewhat like relevant given like the situation of chadwick boseman superheroes fighting with cancer
0: yeah um
1: i guess that could be something nice to reflect that story again in the film i think it does make it very like it adds a lot of more, a lot more emotional weight to the film, and I feel like yes, um, every good comedy always has that, like emotional weight like, story to yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. And
0: um, if, if you've seen any of Taker's other films, you know that he balances this so well.
1: Yeah, but I'm just, I'm just hyped. You know, I love Thor Ragnarok. One of my top five Marvel films, like without a doubt,
0: hundred uh, percent.
1: Yeah, and I'm like, I'm very interested to see what they're gonna do with it because he's doing space sharks and I don't know, just everything. It's, I'm interested to see who the villain is because there's a lot of speculation on who it's gonna be, and particularly Gore the God Butcher,
0: who Ooh. is like
1: this like really good comic runs. Um, I don't know if it's still ongoing, but like with Gore the God Butcher, basically he he kind of was felt like he was wronged by his gods, so as like vengeance, he's gone round the universe basically killing gods that don't answer that's because they don't answer the prayers of the people and there's people dying and the gods aren't doing it oh, that's why right. that's why, Biden kind of doing that So he, he goes around killing tons of gods and he's obtained like this one of these like really powerful celestial weapons called the necrosword um, so I'm interested to see if they bring him in and it's kind of thing they've kind of retconned Hela a little bit to display the abilities that Gore had which is why I'm a bit interested to see how they'll present him
0: interesting um,
1: but yeah i'm really interested to see how they play the villains because they haven't really talked about that at all yet they have kind of talked about the cast but they haven't mentioned about who any villains could be so i think gore is definitely a good shout but i'm to see what would happen with that
0: definitely of I, works I, think, so. I mean he does sprinkle a bit of his awesome magic amazingness to anything yeah. that he does so i'm super stoked to see that he's back even for this one he's he's even doing star wars man so yeah. hyped um, but yeah, I'm I'm very interested to see Valkyrie as the new queen of Asgard. Oh yeah, definitely. I'm like so hyped about that.
1: Cause... That's gonna be amazing. I like, I like Valkyrie a lot, especially with like oh, she, she made a big impact in uh, Ragnarok, and then like her as well in in Infinity War. No, Endgame. Endgame. Sorry. Endgame. I loved seeing her flying on the pegasus. That was sick. And then she she killed a, a leviathan as well. Are they called leviathans? Those giant worm things.
0: Yeah, 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 that
1: was sick. But yeah, I feel like she is, Tessa Thompson does a good job. She's a great actor. I liked her in Creed as well.
0: Yes, she, was uh, she, so good she
1: in Creed. is a really good actor. Yeah. So yeah, I'm looking forward to see how she's going to pull off. Mm, um, 100%. Talked about her having a queen as well because she's Ooh, bisexual. So that's also her hitting yes. the diversity mark yet again. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. I'm actually really happy for because especially with like the last one so we'll um, see what happens yes only I'm Avengers so to get four films as well
0: exactly I know that that was incredible Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness this is the one I'm hyped for the most
1: definitely I think it's going to be like a lot of like oh especially with the crossover potential yes of the rest of the MCU that's already been confirmed that's going to be sick and I'm liking to see what they do of the TV show to be discussed as well mm. but specifically i think they kind of changed it now what, what was the original director called scott derrickson he was going to do um i think the villain's probably going to stay the same which is a nightmare yes um which is going to be sick but he was looking to do a horror film and a lot mm. of people were hoping that would be a 15 which is uh, it wasn't going to happen but a horror film would be sick and kevin feige i think but i could tell there's a lot of analysis of like when it was revealed that oh you could tell kevin feige was trying to word stuff in a way to kind of like not get expectations up for it to be a super scary film so at the end of the day it's a family-friendly company so it wouldn't be that profitable to do it but i'm interested to see what they where they're going to go with it and i'm looking forward to seeing more gothic like thriller style film i think that's going definitely is going to be a first for the mcu and it'll be interesting to see where they go with that
0: yeah and i think um the the new director who's on it so sammy um I don't... Sam Rami, is it? Rami, right? Sam Rami. Rami, that's it, sorry. I can't pronounce names. Uh, trust, so Sam...
1: Did
0: I'm sorry, I do Ramy. try, though. <laughs> I do try. um. But he's going to be the new director of it, and people are so excited about this.
1: Spider-Man.
0: <laughs> he is he literally... Yeah, he directed the original oh. trilogy, and everyone adores the original trilogy. So, like, you know, everyone's super hyped for this. Mm-hmm.
1: And also, with the whole mystical side of things, there's also a gateway, specifically because it is um, a lot of crossover for MCU and and it's setting a lot of things up, and things have been set up for it. There's a lot of characters which uh, people speculate could make an appearance here, especially because it is mystical. Not Spider Man, shut your face. (laughs) Uh, Specifically, talk about Ghost Rider could make an appearance, especially (gasps) with. Could also lead to appearance of Blade, specifically since that Ali was confirmed to be playing Blade in an upcoming film at some point in the future. Ooh. There's speculation that, given this film, it could be a entry point for these characters to be introduced, familiarised with the public, before they get their solo films. Yes. It goes right. Oh
0: my God. Also,
1: potential question mark with. Whole different like uh dimensions. Multiverse kind of alludes to the fact, oh, we could be get dimensional, and could this be an entry point for mutants in the MCU? Maybe not. Maybe it is. We'll see what happens. But I think Honestly, there's a lot of characters come in here.
0: This film is gonna be a lot of build up and a lot of excitement and truly like there is so many things that this film could do that mm. I feel like Marvel are kind of spoiled for choice at this point.
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: And, and I I'm feel just like, yeah, excited. It's a really
1: good character to do it with as well. Someone arguably kind of like IMO and the next IMO. We've got someone that's a strong leader that's going to... I'd say Doctor Strange is the most powerful arranger.
0: I think he's... Char- he is, like... In terms of not even just powerful, he's charismatic enough, right? Even, like, mm. Benedict Cumberbatch is char- charismatic enough as Doctor Strange to pull off a film of this scale.
1: Mm. I'd say this could be an Avengers 4.5 if you will, kind of like how Civil War was an Avengers 2.5. I mean, so I thought yeah. it could be like another little segue thing. Little so I don't know, it'll be interesting. Yeah.
0: Um, so I guess that leaves uh, one, more, one more film I want to talk about. I know that there are other films that have been spoken about that are going to be rumoured, like there's a Black, um, a Black Panther 2 that's going to be in development and there's also going to be uh, a Captain Marvel in development too, but there's not a lot enough i guess mm. content to kind of talk about those uh yet so the one thing i did want to mention though is that because of the end credit scene that we got at the end of far from home i mm. am really intrigued as to what this new spider-man film is going to have in store for us
1: oh yeah i'm really interested i think a lot of people have speculation over titles as well because the whole thing like i oh, can't go home or something like that and I'm like quite interested because I've heard a lot of talk about the villains specifically, and there's a lot of, there's a lot of stuff suggesting that Craven could be the, the villain in this film. And I think specifically of the whole thing of, oh, you know, Spider Man's identity is on the loose. This kind of puts like a target on his head, and there's a massive storyline. Craven the Hunter, his big moment was kind of killing Spider Man. So having his whole arc maybe in the film to be able to hunt down Spider-Man in this film where he's on the run trying to prove himself innocent even though he is Spider-Man. <laughs> kind of like Craven on his back kind of thing. think that'll be an interesting way to sue the character. And I think um, there's a lot of uh, hype around the fact that he needs to perhaps go to court about this. Who knows? And mm. maybe he will need a could be daredevil could also be
0: she hulk
1: there we go and that could be a, a way to tie her in before she gets a little tv show of her own so That'll that could interesting. also be a film um I... miles morales as well maybe could maybe in a live action
0: because of um what's what's the thing um because then yeah, childish Gambino was in yeah. the film, and he said, "I have a nephew around these parts," and people are like speculating that he may be, yeah. um, you know, Miles Morales' uncle.
1: Yeah, it's actually a deleted scene. I don't know if it's a deleted scene or post credit or whatever, but he's on. He's actually on the phone call, and he, and he referenced Miles by name. He's like, "Oh yeah, sorry, Miles, I can't make it," something like that. So, just confirm Miles is in the MCU. So, don't know.
0: So we'll we'll maybe yeah. see him. Yeah. I, have, I hope
1: he does get an appearance.
0: I have two questions, though, for you. One, do you think, because of the other post credit scene in um, Far From Home about the Skrulls, do you think that they're just going to do a Scrolls moment thing here, where you have, like, a scroll who is wearing the Spider-Man suit and then takes off the mask and says, I'm Spider-Man, to kind of maybe like that's the way to contain that box because remember the Spider Man homecoming end credit scene about May mm. finding out that he was Spider Man and they never really addressed it much and she was completely chill with it. Yeah,
1: yeah. I don't that is not accurate at all. Oh yeah, okay, you're Spider Man, okay, that's cool.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like there was a lot more like, wait, what? Dude, sit down, study. What are you doing? Yeah. yeah. And like, but for do you think they're gonna do that type of thing for the next Spider Man?
1: I do think they would do something with the scrolls, so obviously he is going to need to do something, and I don't see how. I, I I don't think they would do. I think it would do what you're saying about they'd have a scroll either as as Peter Parker and Parker's Spider-Man or the other way round. I don't think they would do it like take the mask off just because it's kind of like oh, because then or maybe well, they'll have the they'll have
0: Spider-Man and then Peter part- Parker next to each other.
1: Yeah, yeah. I thought like that's more likely to happen rather than, um, yeah, than making an identity for the Spider-Man because then he's going to get known as that identity kind of thing.
0: True, that's a that good point. A yeah. Yeah. Weird. yeah.
1: So, yeah. I feel like they keep the mask on, and maybe actually, hold on. I think I think Peter Woods should be in the suit, and things. The, should scroll, be, the scroll should be, should be Peter. Peter. Yeah. Because then, because then, scrolls can't um just like copy the powers when they copy someone. Unless they're a super scroll, hopefully that comes in the future. But if they're a normal scroll, they can't copy the abilities of someone. So if, Sp- if Peace Park is actually in the suit, you can get them to clam warm, be like, Look, I'm Spider Man. Shoot me in the head, and look, I'll dodge the bullet kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I feel like, uh, yeah, he's going to need to prove. I feel like the people won't just blindly just accept, oh, yeah, that's not Spider Man. But yeah, mm, 100%. I think they're going to do some scroll shenanigans.
0: 100. 100%. We'll talk more about the scrolls in the the future of the MCU thing because I feel like they're going to be quite important and there's some different storylines that could happen with the scrolls. But we have now finished. Oh, I think I think we're thinking of the same thing. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so I guess now let's move on to the TV shows.
1: Zima, I feel like you're happy about Zema.
0: Okay, so you, you Zemo
1: okay. Civil War. He actually was a successful villain. Yeah, like you know we guys
0: about. Uh huh. Okay, so who's the yeah. one I'm yeah in the meantime i'll tell you why i'm excited for zemo so i'm excited for zemo because he we got a very untraditional comic book look from him in civil war so the fact that we're getting the the whole purple mask over his face and like he's going to be more of a villain with more depth because i feel like he still has some unfinished business left um will be interesting to see So that's why I'm super excited for Zemo. And I think if they do it well, and I really like the actor who played Zemo, and if they do it Mm. well, I'd be super happy with with all of that.
1: I don't know. I actually don't know.
0: So you've given up then? Yeah. Okay, it's actually Sharon Carter. Is she coming back? She is coming back.
1: I thought she got killed off in Endgame or something.
0: I mean, one could hope. I mean, no offence to Sharon Carter, right? Is it? Yeah, it's Sharon. I just feel like... With what they did with her character in Winter Soldier and in Civil War,
1: why would you not want to make out with her, uh, with your uh, uncle, knowing that it's your, <laughs> your uncle? Kind of. No, that's <gasps> confusing. Do you know how confusing that is? Is 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 he her uncle? Technically, he's not because because the rules of time travel means that they
0: messed uh, up the rules of time travel in Endgame. Okay.
1: <laughs> yeah, because technically he's not actually her uncle, but technically if you look at the the end of Endgame he he is it's confusing.
0: It's just gross, is all I have to say. Yeah. It's like why this I don't I don't like this at all. Um how Captain America would have to try and explain that to Peggy now beats. Peggy me. doesn't
1: need to know. Peggy doesn't <laughs> even know who this woman is. If Peggy <laughs> is, She won't know for another forty years maybe. <laughs> no, she will have dementia so she won't remember anyway.
0: But yeah, I just, I really didn't, I did not like um, the fact that she's coming back purely because I would have been so excited because she's and 13 and I'm super, like, she's cool in the comics, but why did you have to give her, like, the love interest of Captain America? Like, come mm. on. Like, there's so much more to her than just that. And now I you're going to try I, and I bring her that. back for redemption.
1: I can, I can understand why they did it initially because it's Captain America trying to, in Winter Soldier, is him trying to adapt to normal society and just trying to integrate himself. To understand why they did it, I don't mm. think they should have followed up on it in Civil War. Yeah, where where it got complicated was Civil War. For like mm. after Winter Soldier, he was a bit like, "Oh, okay, you're an agent. You're just spying on me. Fine." And that kind of was a good way to just you know hey, brush it off.
0: Yeah. You know, you can now work together instead of you know become love interests. Mm. Sigh. anyway i think uh overall i'm super excited for this series it's gonna be pretty lit uh
1: yeah i'm looking for i think yeah i think it's one of the strongest looking tv shows to coming up. oh in the near future near future near future
0: okay because like Actually, I- no, I
1: stand by that i think that's the one i'm most looking forward to
0: okay that's one that i am looking forward to a lot more uh, yeah i wonder because... which one
1: that is yeah i wonder which one
0: it's not the one that you think why not? Because there's a different character who I'm more excited for.
1: Okay.
0: Yeah. Uh, I don't Sorry. think I've Sorry. spoken to. I don't think I've spoken to you about that character, but we'll get onto that. We'll get onto that. So, One Division.
1: <laughs> um, initially, I I wasn't actually that sure about. It. I saw the trailers, and I was a bit like, I don't know if this one's for me. It, it seems a bit a bit. I don't know. It kind of seems like it's a comedy, but it doesn't seem like a comedy. Kind of seems like it's going to be like a, a friends sort of vibe, and I'm like, I don't dislike friends, but it's not something I'm amazed about. So I wasn't that sure. What I'm most interested about is just the fact of what they're doing, knowing Wanda's abilities, and knowing the, that it's going to have a specific tie in to Multiverse of Madness. That mm. that's what I'm most interested about. I think show- she's
0: gonna, I think she's gonna do a little bit of some messing up. She's gonna yeah. mess up something. And I think she's going to end up messing up the multiverse somehow because of uh, she wants to be with Vision and that Mm. may cause some issues with the multiverse. And I love the fact, I think the way I'm going to describe this show is like American sitcom turned psycho. (laughs) Mm. Pretty much. And I'm very
1: excited I'm more more interested to see the psycho part and the American sitcom part because that's... Yeah, I'm
0: excited to see how it's going to descend into that chaos. yeah. And
1: I'm also interested to see potential character crossover in that because um, there's different stuff. There's lots of theories about what's going on here. With uh, is there going to be involvement with Mephisto, who's like uh, pretty much the devil character for the MCU? Which in the comics, uh, Mephisto, the reason obviously you can't have children with a robot, even if you have a robot kink, you can't make babies with a robot. <laughs> yes. So, In the comics, she had kids because she made a deal with Mephisto and then she had twins. We were Wigan and Speed. Um, And obviously there's the twins in the actual TV show. So the theory here is that perhaps his involvement with Mephisto and this could be an introduction to his character. There's also a theory that... um, It was actually confirmed, I think, that the actor for the X-Men Quicksilver is going to be in the... Sit in the show I'm so excited
0: Quicksilver is he coming back but
1: is this is this Quicksilver Quicksilver or is it gonna be a oh just a a a nod to the fact that oh he was Quicksilver and now he's gonna be in the film as like a cheeky cameo kind of thing
0: it has to be Quicksilver if it's not Quicksilver what's the point if she's messing up the multiverse timeline right for Vision she would 100% try and get back Quicksilver too
1: yeah definitely um I'd be interested to see that I prefer that Quicksilver over the one we got. So To I'm be honest, we
0: didn't get him. much character development of the one in um Age of Ultron.
1: What, do you not see that coming?
0: That's, that, that's that that was his all whole he said in the film.
1: Trait. Yeah. That he said was... that at least five times. <laughs> like also, Sword, which is the brother organization to shield. Yeah. With of intergalactic threats. Mm-hmm. There has been set photos showing shield, um, sword kind of officers. Mm. Those characters being Monica Rambeau, Ooh, who yes! is the daughter of Maria, Maria Rambeau. Yes, yes. You know, Captain Marvel, and she then takes on the identity Photon. She also gets similar powers to Captain Marvel. Oh,
0: my Pretty God. Bad. Yes, yes, so, yes. Uh, that
1: could potentially be something that where she makes an entry point in the MCU as well. So there's a lot of character potential going on here. As well as ah. could be an entry in, in addition to of madness. So
0: you make an interesting point there about maybe sword coming in. Um because we saw in the end credit scene for Far From Home, as we keep mentioning, um mm-hmm. that Sam Jam is he ain't in Kansas anymore.
1: <laughs> Sam <laughs> <laughs> okay <laughs>
0: there was a lot of layers to that and you needed to unpack that so
1: yeah
0: um but he's like he's in space now so maybe is he dealing with sword with the scrolls Mm, so okay let's talk about some ones that we don't really have much detail well actually no we have got one more to talk about that we have a little bit of detail loki
1: i completely forgot about loki there's been nothing for loki at all, apart from that, literally like two seconds in the Disney Plus trailer for
0: it—that
1: mm. was, that was it. But and that was
0: reused content from from uh, Endgame, wasn't it? When he took the tesseract and just zipped off.
1: No, no, the scene that I had in the in the trailer was like, oh, he was in like some sort of prison, and he had like, oh, that uniform. Oh yes, yes, yes,
0: yes. On. I remember. I remember. Yeah, the
1: That's... Time Variance Association, which deal with. Time travel anomalies and uh, incidents.
0: And clearly, Loki is a time traveling anomaly.
1: <laughs> he's a bloody trickster. He is. He's gonna go off and
0: what a mad. Tell, lad.
1: I don't know. He's gonna influence like historic events. I don't know, like how extreme maybe they'd go with it. Like, oh, would it be something like controversial? Would it? I feel like they to play safe. They would do something like, oh, he goes to see Hitler and tell him to do something like that. But yeah, I feel like, I don't know. He's kind of. We we don't know. This is pre, um, like Ragnarok, pre Dark World Loki, so he hasn't had his redemption story. I up.
0: know, which I'm so frustrated about. Why give him all this amazing character development and then suddenly just throw it all away? Mm. Like that. I feel the like that gives I'm the opportunity
1: kind of for more Loki stories because we've had several films now. I'd say more films than more films with Loki as a hero than as a
0: villain true right now
1: so i guess this gives more potential for loki to be villainous as he's typically more known for in like comics and stuff
0: now we have more of the ones i i do agree now like more of the ones that are less information about so we have the hawkeye series so there's a lot of up in the air about this one because last time i checked jeremy renner was in a little bit of trouble
1: yeah, yeah, the and then tweets and
0: Yeah, Uh-oh. and it was not good for him. So I I'm not clued up about what's going on with that, but what I do know, Kate Bishop, she's mm-hmm. going to be introduced in this film. And there's rumors that Hayley Seinfeld is in the running for being yeah. her. If so, I am a hundred percent for that. She was in um Bumblebee, she was Bumblebee. epic in Bumblebee, and like I think she would be an incredible Kate Bishop.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. And I think it's a good way to, again, bring in a new roster of Avengers. Mm. Um, Potentially for young Avengers in the future, question mark. We don't know. Question mark. But, yeah, I think it's going to be interesting. Mm. Don't know who the main villain would be. I'm not too familiar with Hawkeye, if there are Hawkeye villains specifically. So it will be interesting to see what happens. Maybe it's just sort of like a Hydra situation kind of generic
0: bro if Hydra comes back again make aim at least like come on I can't deal with another Hydra (laughs) storyline
1: yeah but I've heard theories though that for Ant-Man 3 they might be doing aim and potentially MODOK so that could be
0: (gasps) MODOK potentially
1: Potentially. that a lot of people are saying like oh they would really love especially with like MODOK being like oh they're starting to use him more in other forms of media and stuff that he is starting to I don't know maybe that could be them trying to Prepare the public for him to be in a film. I mean, I'd I'd love to see Eamon Modoc in a film. Look,
0: so Modoc, cool. and Ant Man would be the
1: best film to do it as well because he kicks like, the Mick out of his big head.
0: Exactly. Imagine Paul Rudd right just seeing Modoc being like,
1: "So, baffled, what, are yeah.
0: what, what are you? what are
1: you?" i think it would be amazing and i feel like yeah that's a good film to do it in where it's like it's a comedy anyway it's not supposed to be taken that seriously
0: that would be amazing i would love yeah. to have Modoc, aim ant-man crossover that'd be epic okay so let's move on to some other ones so this is the one that you thought i'd be too excited for which is ms marvel
1: what no i didn't think this one no it's... of course not I, I just, <laughs> You, it's, ba- it's basically you. Let's not lie here. If you are from <laughs> Pakistan, it's you. So, yeah.
0: I mean, yeah, because basically, if you don't know who uh, Ms. Marvel is, um, guys, come on, wake up. But also, like, uh, Ms. Marvel is essentially a fangirl of Captain Marvel. And um, basically, I don't know how they're going to do the whole stretchy, how she gets her stretchy superpowers from. Because in the I comics, I think it was... You know? Ugh, don't they're going to bring it inhumans. back in. They're going
1: to bring don't it back in. Don't
0: inhumans. It
1: was so <laughs> bad. <laughs> but I feel like they're going to have to. I mean, it's an essential part to our character.
0: Because so. in the comics, how they did it was, or um, am I getting confused with Agents of Shield? Because Agents of Shield touches on Inhumans as well. Um, Essentially, I don't know where I read this. It's somewhere. It's true somewhere in the storyline, but essentially how it works is loads of these inhumans got their powers through these crystals that got like yeah, um, yeah. that's it that's it that's it um that got the mist that got like uh, landed on earth and then the mist basically it was only for the people who had specific genes that the powers mm-hmm. would be unlocked for them so i don't know whether they will do that for ms marvel because it seems like quite an eccentric thing or maybe she comes across the crystal, and then the mist gets her, and then that's how she becomes it. Instead of having like it dotted around the whole world to make it a little bit mm. more difficult, but that would be interesting to see how they do that. And obviously, I am a bit sad that I haven't got the call yet um, to play Ms. Marvel, but you know, because <laughs> literally, it probably, the-
1: I feel like you'd pull off the crackhead fangirl and right the. But oh, I'm yeah. also, I'm actually interested to see what's going to happen because it is nice nice. Um diversity thing as well yes. uh, not only is she asian she's muslim mm. um she is a teenager so it's hitting all these like different factors which we haven't had we haven't had besides peter parker he's the only young person in the avengers so it's interesting to spice that up with more young characters
0: and it's good because Game you're avengers, bringing in mark. exactly because they're bringing in ms marvel they're bringing in kate bishop they're bringing in mm. they have spider-man they potentially will be bringing in Cassie Lang, yes.
1: Yeah. It's
0: all it's all coming together. <laughs> um, but yeah, I guess there's not much info on the Ms. Marvel stuff at the moment, but they've just said mm. that's what we're planning to do. Um, I think it's a good it's a good way to, it's a good move. Um so now let's move on to the one that I actually was the most excited about. Is it, is it
1: Moon Knight? I'm psychic. I don't know that.
0: It's Moon Knight, yeah.
1: yeah. Gosh, I'm psychic. Someone guessed me. <laughs>
0: So I am so excited for Moon Knight. Um, purely because I've like read a few of his comics and like mm. I've seen a few of his comic boards and um oh my god. I think he's yeah. such an interesting character to introduce into the MCU. Yeah,
1: like I, he wasn't someone I knew of like for like quite a while. And like within the last few years I think is like when I've no actually no, that's a lie. I knew I knew of Moon Knight. Like it wasn't a character that I knew. I just knew he existed, kind of thing. Mm. Um, and then I so say, yeah, the last few years where I've like actually started paying attention to, him, I've seen a lot more information, especially with the hype of that he could be coming to the MCU. Um, some the humor there is like hilarious, and like I do, I do. I'm looking forward to it because it's kind of like a lot of people are calling him the Marvel Batman. He's not. There's yeah, a lot more complex. not complex. It's it's different kind of. I get the whole thing of all oh, rich guy in a suit, mm. but there's parts to he, his
0: his, exactly the yeah is... the d uh the did he has um dissociative yeah. identity disorder so yeah. that i think will be an interesting play into um the mcu because we haven't had a character suffering from like something like that mm. or like any like mental um health issues you he could kind of argue like
1: um punisher a bit
0: yeah but, but is he's... he but is yeah. he mcu Cause like another thing mm. that I'm going to talk about at the end of the segment about my saltiness towards Marvel and the fact what they've done mm. with some of the stuff of their previous um, TV shows, but I think it'll be interesting to see him um, in the the MCU. Like he is such a cool character. Mm. His costume is a stick, his baton that he mm. like twirls around and like pokes people with. You know? Yeah. But I I think think... this is
1: interesting because he's low level as well, which is a lot more grounded when where the MCU is heading right now. So it's going to be a nice change of pace.
0: It's like MCU looking into space, and then you've got Moonlight. It's like, let's 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 talk to Dracula about giving me some money.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Uh. maybe. By the time it comes out, I'm pretty Daredevil, and I think who else came after that? Jessica Jones came after that. Mm. I think now they they'll be able to start using those characters by the end of this year. So.
0: Interesting, I mean.
1: Oh, that's a good tie-in there.
0: That would be a really epic tie-in. Uh, before we talk about that though, um, we've got what we've got two more because we've got Blade. Yeah, but is Blade gonna? Uh, this is my confusion. Is isn't Blade gonna be a film or is it gonna be a TV show? Film. Then I forgot to mention it.
1: like you, in your mug. <laughs> Blade guys, Blade is a film coming out with Mahershala Ali. You know when Mahershala Ali calls you to talk you talked. to him <laughs> that's, I uh, that. I, that was what he said but that's, I thought that's roughly what he said yeah basically yeah it's gonna be interesting because that's another um character which I think yeah as you know I didn't know about Blade for a while and that's why it's, it's quite interesting I think that's definitely the
0: fact that he's like yeah because he's like he's a vampire like hunter, yeah he's
1: a daywalker
0: which is insane and I yeah. think the fact that Moon Knight is also involved, and he has a lot of tie with the paranormal as well. Yeah, like I'm thinking Blade, Moon Knight, like kind of crossover over there. Mm.
1: Definitely, and mm. You know? like, I like whether uh, I think it's nice to see like it's grounded heroes in a in a way which spices it up a bit.
0: Hundred percent
1: you like that or I think it's just adding a new element to the MCU, which I haven't had yet, which is this horror and the whole paranormal ghosts, werewolves, uh, demons. And this is stuff we haven't got before because they're trying to appeal to the Chinese market all the time, and that's not really allowed over there. And that's where they get cens- censored. So having a streaming mm. platform where that doesn't really matter anymore does allow you to get into that sort of stuff. More. It's going to be exciting to look at.
0: Yeah, it's going to be very, very exciting. So the last one I wanted to talk about the TV show is She-Hulk.
1: I'm interested because I want to see more Hulk. I want to see, I want to see Red Hulk. I want to see Grey Hulk. I want to see a bomb. Uh, who else? What other Hulks are there? There is the the what's, what's his name, the smart guy, with big head, the leader. I think his name is. He's a Hulk villain who's kind of along the same lines. I just want to see more Hulk characters. There's not enough Hulk content, and you kind of only. I understand why. You only see him in Avengers films because you don't really get handbag because the way the contracts work. But I'm glad we're going to see another Hulk character, which is going to be female as well, which is going to be hitting those diversity marks and
0: Isn't it like, um, that's a lot of talk about TV shows now. We have spoken a lot about them. I think the last thing mm-hmm. I want to say is that, I love the fact that Marvel are going to be going into TV shows more now um, in terms of tying them in with the films. But I think I'm really annoyed about some of the fact that Marvel have kind of negated some of the other TV shows that they've done that are really good. And they're just Mm. kind of like, okay, well, we'll just cancel all these now. I know that Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is in its final season now. I'm really sad about that because I remember watching that like literally when it started coming out. Uh, mm. Agent Carter got cancelled really early on, only two seasons in. And then you've got the whole Daredevil, not sorry, the Defenders universe on Netflix that got, got completely mm. scrapped, which I thought was a really promising thing because Charlie Cox's Daredevil was absolutely incredible
1: just unparalleled i don't understand like uh, there's a lot of petitions to get him to come back as daredevil if if
0: they're gonna do daredevil Daredevil again and they don't bring back charlie cox they're making a completely big mistake because i think whenever i think of daredevil now always think of charlie cox and i think that's Mm. a very he put he raised the bar he has such a great capability as an actor to play a blind man but also, there were people
1: that praised the fact that they have blind friends, and they, he was convincingly like portraying a blind person, exactly like, the eye movements and the mannerisms and stuff like that. Like it was so incredible as like Daredevil, and I literally loved the whole of Daredevil series.
0: It, it's the it was, superior. It um, Netflix. Exactly, it did. Yeah, and, and I feel
1: like it's annoying because it all, it, all the, the whole thing in the Netflix uh, series was just frustrating because it was Daredevil came hard. Then it was, I Jessica think. Well, then season two, Daredevil. I think. Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: or... yeah, yep, yep. That's the order. That's the order.
1: you Cage. Mm-hmm. Those, those four, solid. Iron Fist. <laughs> Do that ruined everything because then they did Defenders. Defenders was try and it started off strong. F4 like and then it just went ugh, downhill.
0: I think the fact that, like, the the skeleton under New York City is the thing that's going to, like, cr- cr- crumble it, really, I just lost it. I was like, uh, this doesn't make any it's sense.
1: Very frustrating and annoying. It's like, stop being dumb. We don't want it. Stop going over the top all the time.
0: And they had a good and opportunity. I mean... They had a good opportunity with the hand. Like, it's such mm. an interesting organisation to explore. And then you kind of yeah. just... <sighs> Why is there only like
1: two Asian people in the hand? That like the head of the hand. It's only two Asian people. Doesn't make sense. It really anyway, doesn't make sense. and then after that, I think is it Daredevil season three that came out afterwards. I think
0: Daredevil season did. three that was
1: up there. That god
0: was tier, god
1: incredible. Tier. Then they released Jessica Jones, which again that was a bit that was okay. It wasn't bad. I would say that was amazing. Then Luke Cage. I look at the. I hate the ending of Luke Cage.
0: I hate it. You know why I hated it so much? You have given us this strong character who has specific mm. morals, right? And believes this certain way, and you've built him up for like nearly two seasons. Mm. And then the last episode, you're like, no, Making I'm just going to be a villain. I'm like,
1: oh, what? <laughs> It just like completely goes against everything they've done. I hated it. I, I didn't like it the whole series that, oh, he was he was conflicted about his role as a hero and whether or not he should make decisions or the darker choices. And then by the end of it, he's like, okay, yeah, cool, I'm just going to be a pimp now and take over the bar and, or the club, sorry, and just kind of like run, run Harlem from the underground kind of thing.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Let's not talk about IFS2, season two, just like this. Um,
0: that didn't <laughs> exist. It didn't
1: I didn't even exist. watch it. <laughs> There's no point.
0: You didn't even watch it?
1: I saw clips, I saw reviews, I agreed with the opinions in the reviews. I was like, I'm not even gonna give them the views because they don't deserve it.
0: Interesting, I watched all of Iron Fist. Uh, I actually watched everything um, <clears throat> all of the Marvel, Netflix stuff. I watched Iron Fist season two. I think it was predominantly better than the first season purely because what? Colleen now has the power of the Iron Fist. <laughs> And I think Colleen oh. is a lot better of a character than mm. Danny Rand. Danny
1: Rand, I am the Iron Fist, but you need to needs to convince himself all the time. Wait, he's always whinging. Why is he always whinging?
0: He's
1: a bit ben whiny. In season one, somehow uses his fist to shoot guns. Well, I don't I don't understand. He's just a dead character. He's just
0: yeah.
1: yeah, dead. his character's there. He's used for the money even mm-hmm. that good at fighting
0: yeah I feel that yeah he, even in Defenders he wasn't yeah he was used for like resources
1: yeah don't worry guys I, I've got a place we can use or I'll buy out this building or I'll buy you guys whatever you're not Iron Man relax <laughs> he's it's just a character I forgot to mention Punisher though Punisher both season 1 and 2 oh, incredible amazing. as well so if they bring back characters Bring back Daredevil. Bring back Punisher. Luke Cage, I would want to bring back. That would be someone I would want to, but I don't feel like that's unnecessary. I thought mm. like they could recast that if they wanted. They can mm. recast Jessica Jones. They can definitely recast Iron Fist. But I think definitely Punisher, Daredevil will keep the same, because those two were incredible in their roles, and you can't really picture anyone else doing any better than that, so... Yeah, I think those two definitely need to come back.
0: A hundred percent. Those two are brilliant actors. They should definitely come mm. back. And I was so excited with Daredevil's character arc. I mean, you got you brought Bullseye back. You brought Bullseye in, his most iconic yeah. nemesis ever. You brought him in. Fisk was such a brilliantly established character. You know, mm-hmm. as like a villain, he was like so prominent.
1: And was- and he had, he had the the um upper hand against daredevil for the whole of this the whole of the series and it was brilliant watching that at the end mm. and just slug it out and getting thrown through walls and stuff
0: it's incredible um, in
1: This close to kill him
0: yeah 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 oh my god i'm getting so many flashbacks now of like daredevil mm. i might re-watch it if i have time but um, you know mm. it's, it's it's a really good one um so i guess that wraps up with the tv shows now so let's talk about theories
1: that's me my name's shay that's (laughs) my name that's why i did that
0: noise um so okay before we like start with the segment i think i'm gonna like um keep it to 15 minutes on this one otherwise we're gonna overrun for like the cap that i have normally for episodes because we are talking a lot
1: yeah, I'll shut up. That's cool.
0: No, no, I'll no, but I enjo- in sign language. No, but I really like I am enjoying um this conversation. It's really cool. And I don't want to cut anything out, which is why I'm trying to this one to keep it as short as possible. Okay?
1: Mm. Okay.
0: okay. MCU theories. There's a bunch of them, but let's talk about some of our favorites for the future.
1: Yes. Theories. I'll, I future. will allow
0: you to go first.
1: Efficient. Okay. Um if we look at our potential villains in the upcoming uh, MCU, um, I think there's a lot of excitement because of the merger, which actually went through finally um, with Fox. So now we've got X-Men properties, we've got Fantastic Four properties, and it's all looking a bit sexy. So when we look at the villains potentially coming up, everyone, everyone's getting excited for who they want as the big bad for the, um, for the ultimate, ending of phase six which is going to be our next saga but i don't yes. think i think that would require a lot of building up to mm. so um i'll say who i think this person could be i think it's pretty obvious if i um, yeah but yeah okay i, I want to talk about like oh who i think the upcoming villains could be and i think like something that we could excite for is something in the upcoming phases which will reflect that um and obviously, we have new villains now. So as a phase four, I was thinking maybe something... This is one that I struggled with as kind of like a low-level villain, which hasn't been explored already. So there's lots of possibilities, really. But I was mm. thinking something along the lines of, like, Kang the Conqueror. because
0: Interesting, yes.
1: He's a time travel villain, specifically. Mm. Primarily a villain of the Young Avengers, which I've mentioned a few times now. But
0: mm.
1: he now that they've introduced time travel to the MCU, having Kang the Conqueror as a time travel villain kind of seems go, goes hand in hand. It's a time travel threat.
0: Um,
1: mm. It'll be interesting if they're going to use time travel now in the future because they can't just bring it in, in one film and never address it again because that will get a lot of people very annoyed because the solution to everything is going to be, why don't you just go back in time and fix it? However, if we introduce a time travel villain, that kind of spices it up a little bit.
0: Yeah, I think so. I think that's interesting that you say kind of Conqueror because I think that is a completely valid uh, line of reasoning to have him as a phase four villain because it's it's not mm. like Marvel have shied away from doing content to do with Kang the Conqueror so I don- I'm not sure if you're aware of this uh game that's on like a mobile app called um Contest of Champions yeah that's it Contest of Ch- yeah. Contest of Champions and they have um if you go through the story arc of Contest mm. of Champions instead of doing the fights with people Kang the Conqueror is the main villain Um, in that Mm -hmm. story arc and I think but because they've introduced this in a game um, and they tend to do a lot of that stuff because I know that Moon Knight was already introduced in Contest of Champions as well like some Mm. other characters who are going to be introduced have already been introduced in um, Contest of Champions I feel like Mm -hmm. that's kind of like a hint to maybe they are going to do like they were like testing the waters with how well people received Kang the Conqueror and maybe that's what what they're going to go forward with
1: yeah and i feel like he's not too i mean obviously there's a lot of potential there for him to be devastating but i don't think he's too like wide i don't think it's too much for the avengers to handle or a smaller team of avengers to handle before we get mm. to the big massive team up at the end
0: yeah so
1: moving on to phase five
0: mm-hmm.
1: obviously we've got fox now
0: i and i think i know what you're gonna to say
1: in- yeah obviously to introduce these characters we need a bit of build-up which is why I put them in phase five mm. but I think big daddy Dr. Doom yes! could make an appearance as our phase five villain kind of like Ultron. he has Doom bots he has a whole country he is insanely powerful in the mm. comics he's gone on to can- conquer other universes he's that powerful he- I think Dr. Doom will be a solid choice if they are him right as well rather than this kind of scientist that got the short end of the stick and all these other films, yeah. I think proper dictator won't full on suit mystical powers. He's a genius. He's challenges Doctor Strange. He can challenge an Iron Man like he- he's strong in both of those t- the technological field and the mystic field. He's got his own country. He's got his own like army behind him. I think he's going to be a formidable threat. Going and I think in it's MCU.
0: interesting. I think it's interesting to have Doctor Doom um as part of the mcu because he's someone who's known to be in the comics who have turned good
1: yeah he's, he's like is... an anti-hero kind of thing it's like depending yeah. on the situation he'll be on either side
0: exactly but initially he is very much like ah, i'm going to take over the world so he kind of reminds me of like a loki-esque type villain yeah. Like, he is evil initially, but then sort of becomes yeah. this anti-hero type person, which i Because I feel I'm... like he
1: would have been best for Phase 4, as I was saying, like, kind of the lower level kind of big bad. Mm. But, obviously, you need time to introduce him. You can't just slap him in right now. A hundred percent. Yeah, I agree with what you're saying. So, yeah, it'd be a good mm. character to put in.
0: Because I think how they're going to introduce the Fantastic Four, um, well, how I thought they were going to do this before, I don't know, it might change now, uh, but through Black uh, Panther 2, Because in the comics, Mm. it is actually the Black Panther comics that the Fantastic Four actually introduced, right? Or is -hmm. it the other way around? But yes, I just did a quick Google search. It's the other way around. So um, Black Panther was introduced within the Fantastic Four comics. Mm. So that was his first appearance in the comics of Marvel ever. Was through the was through the um, Fantastic Four, which is interesting. So maybe they'll do one. I was. It could work that they could have like a, um, a like crossover between them, and that's maybe how the Fantastic Four gets introduced. Mm. Mm. Yeah,
1: I agree with that. I Think that'd be a good shout.
0: Mm.
1: My other my other thoughts for Phase Five, or maybe Phase Six, as the Civil War kind of film.
0: <gasps> yes, yes, would on. be
1: either. I have two ideas for this: either
0: mm-hmm.
1: Avengers versus X Men, yes, or. <laughs> secret wars because of the scrolls yes. and they also talked about Crease agents as well in the post credits of far from home
0: it's just far from home everything's going back to far from home
1: yeah but they talked about because they said like, oh uh, something about sleeper agents and if they have the pink skin which are the ones that don't have blue skin basically acting <laughs> as things because so i think they've kind of reversed it to be that oh the the scrolls aren't bad guys really they might do, mm. but basically that kind of thing of there's super agents here and they're trying to take over Earth kind of thing.
0: I mean, um, th- you already see that with Samuel Jackson and then also yeah. Mar- uh, Maria Hill.
1: Yeah, so there's going to be a lot more scrolls. I think that could be an interesting storyline where it's a bit of a, oh, wait a minute, who's a scroll or who's a Kree kind of situation. And then that kind of I definitely, like
0: a... I'm definitely excited for Secret Wars. Or yeah. if you I think via- if they do... Oh, you know, I'm oh, yeah. just. I think Secret Wars. I think is the way that they would go, um, because after you talk about um, Avengers vs. X Men, I'll tell you. We don't think it will happen. Oh. Just yet. I think they will do it at some point, but just yet, I don't think so. No. Um, but I think the Secret Wars makes sense because we have scrolls introduced already. I think, and the fact that we've already seen like Samuel L. Jackson and Maria Hill, as I said, them not being actually who they are, and they're actually just scrolls. Um, mm. It does put that opportunity to maybe, well, who is a scroll? Who isn't a scroll? Like, what's what's going on with that? And mm. that'll be interesting to explore. And I think secret rules will be an interesting thing of how to explore it because obviously, with a like uh, a race of like anything, like any intergalactic being, whether it be humans, uh, the Kree, um, I don't know, the the scrolls, there's gonna be bad guys within that race. So I think even mm. though the scrolls are made out to be good at the moment, there's always that change that could happen that, that could turn them bad.
1: Yeah, I agree. Mm. I think it's gonna be very interesting, I think, because all obviously with the comic history, a lot of us know the potential of the scrolls to be evil. So I think it'll be interesting the uncertainty of are they going to switch on us or are they mm. gonna actually be good. I think that'd be an interesting thing to look at in the future. Yeah. That'd be exciting to see. Mm-hmm. But then the X-Men versus Avengers, I feel like, could also I agree with you. I think that's less likely to happen. Because obviously they're two heroes that if you don't you don't really want to have them fighting. I know they did it with civil war, but there's a reason behind that. I no, think I, think, no, no, no. I think no 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 I think
0: the fig man will do it at some point. Right? Here's my theory. My theory is I don't think they're gonna have enough time within this phase to properly establish the X Men enough for the X Men versus Avengers storyline to make sense, right? Because I this is my favorite comic book run. I have it. I've read it like so many times. and I absolutely love it. Um, is the fact that the the run of comics goes in the sense that Jean Grey's daughter, right? Uh, I think is Rogue. Rogue is her daughter, isn't it? Fairly I know, confident. I think it is. Because Cyclops and so. Jean Grey had a kid rogue? No, that,
1: oh, her name was something, Summers. Um, Hope Summers.
0: And I think her superhero name is uh, Rogue. I'm not sure. I will check that in a second just to make sure I'm saying things right. But she basically ends up getting the powers of the Dark Phoenix. Mm. And what ends up happening is they've already seen the effects of the Dark Phoenix with Jean Grey already. So they know how much of a threat this is going to be. So the Avengers come in like, hey, guys, um, you kind of need to kill her because we can't be dealing with this threat again with the the Dark Phoenix. The power of it is too much. So then what they end up doing, um, it, because Cyclops is still um, around and mm. um, I think the relationship between Rogue and Cyclops is like quite you know that they have a good relationship like they he's like well no we're not gonna kill her we're not gonna capture her and lock her up because we we know that she's a good person it's the phoenix that's the bad thing we're gonna try and get the phoenix out of her and that's what causes the rift between the X-Men and the Avengers Mm. and that's how the X-Men Avengers um, kind of battle happens between them so my thinking is if they do that they're going to need a lot more build-up of, like, the X-Men. They're going to have to introduce the Dark Phoenix somehow. You know, it's like there's a lot of build-up to get to that big point.
1: Mm. Okay. I have two ideas in response to that. I feel like the first one, my first idea is that they could retcon Jean Grey to be the one of the Phoenix Force in this... They could. ...scenario. My second is that... I'm just... Given, like, the precision of, like... How Ross is kind of like the whole thing of, oh, superheroes need to be kind of checked or whatever. How, you know how the storyline of um, Civil War, I think was it was the first one, no, yeah, the first one was about the superhero registration. Act. That is literally like the original thing, which the equivalent to that was the Sokovia Accords and the thing in mm-hmm. the MCU. So what caused the Civil War in the first one is that heroes believe that, oh, to be a superhero, unit, you need to be registered, and obviously mutants will have superhero superpowers. So they have to be registered, kind of thing, and that caused the division between the two. And it's kind of like mutant concentration camp, not concentration camps, but prisoner camps, often like mutants and stuff that kind of rebelled and didn't want to register, or whatever. Um, mm. So I feel like that could be a storyline instead for Mutants vs X Men. Kind of maybe not quite the original one. Kind of like how this civil war was kind of retconned slightly, to it in the film adaptation. So maybe it could retcon the original one to be more like the superhero Registration Act, because then that maybe after the snap, the surge of energy caused mutations around the world. Um, and that's why there's mutants popping up all of a sudden. Maybe it could be all because of Wonder, but mm.
0: yeah, I think that I think that. So I just did some checking, fact-checking about what I said. I, I think Rogue and um, Hope Summers are two different people and I got them confused, but it's definitely about Hope Summers and the fact that the Phoenix is coming for her, and then Captain America's like, "We need to place her in protective custody, and then Cyclops is like, "No. Um, mm-hmm. Oh my God, wait. So Cyclops refuses because they believe that hope is going to be the next mutant messiah.. <laughs> Yeah. just a little bit um but it's just a bit weird i just think um yeah maybe they won't follow the direct plot of the um maybe they'll make it gene gray and they may they uh. may make it like let's put gene gray in protective custody and cyclops gets all defensive because he likes gene gray so
1: mm. i'd be
0: interested to see avengers uh versus x-men
1: mm. So, st- I
0: guess now we stick. should talk about phase six exactly.
1: I think Galactus is a no brainer here. If they don't do Galactus, I'm going to be very angry. Mm. Galactus, everybody's saying Galactus. It kind of sounds dumb, but in Fortnite, what they're doing right now, they had like some crossover, right? With Galactus as the big villain in that. Mm. Which. They did something similar before. Well, like, do you know, basically what I'm saying is like, how they normally do it where they'll introduce characters in like other forms of media to get... Yeah, like how
0: I said with Contest of Champions. Yeah.
1: So I feel like that's one effort they're making to make Galactus the big bad. I think ever since they got acquisition of Fox, that's something people have been saying, especially with the upset of the last Galactus. Kevin Feige himself is very excited for Galactus as well. And I feel like it's a no-brainer to have him as the big bad. He poses a big threat. He's powerful. He's massive. Mm-hmm. It's going to be sick, especially if they're introducing celestials and eternals. Mm. Add into the concept of these giant celestial beings, which are powerful. And I feel like that's definitely something that they have to address. I think it'll bring Galactus, everyone's going to be
0: right. 100%. I think, yeah, Galactus, me and you, will go right at Comic-Con.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Oh, turn up a silver surfer, you can be um I don't know who you'd be. You can be
0: I can come as Rogue.
1: What relevance has Rogue got to Galactus? I
0: don't
1: know. You shut your face, Miss Marvel. <laughs> Basically, Galactus should be the phase six villain. I haven't written anything else down because no one else should be the phase six villain but Galactus.
0: Exactly. I mean I had the same I had the same thoughts down. I want yeah. Galactus to be
1: Especially um, with sword, they're, they're literally focusing them to you to space now, so space villain should be the villain. I mean, Thanos is a space villain, but you get my point. Yeah. Should be space.
0: 100%. So I guess that wraps up the theories now. Yes, it does. So now we'll move on to my famous, infamous segment of the show that I'm sure you are aware of. Of course. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Let's go!
0: <laughs> right that is a great segue into this this segment of the show 100 percent. so you're familiar with the recommend or to the back end segment of the show aren't you
1: yes i am madame
0: okay madame. so seeing as you are the guest i will let I you go the first guest.
1: okay cool like uh, i've got two because i thought one was a bit of a cheat so i can't really go with that um <laughs> I'll, I'll go with the cheat one first to get out of the way um I haven't got it myself, but the Avengers game, um, I've been watching, that's that's come out, it came out on the 6th, I think. Um, Mm -hmm. And I've been watching the walkthrough of the game. I haven't finished the walkthrough yet, but it looks incredible and a spoiler warning if you actually want to play this game, but the story mode is incredible. Um, It kind of sets up, it's mostly orientated around uh, Kamala Khan um, and it's basically the Avengers get blamed for an incident which happens, the reasons are unknown behind what happened, and you kind of follow the story of Kamala Khan as she kind of first gets used to her powers and how AIM is kind of taken over the city and like kind of the country because of what happened with the Avengers, and she's there to try and reassemble them and prove or find out the truth about what happened, and slowly throughout the story, you start to acquire more and more characters to play as and it just looks amazing and incredible i haven't looked at the multiplayer section of it yet this is just the story mode and it looks incredible so i'd recommend you to get it maybe not right now because it's 60 pound on the xbox store which (laughs) i'm waiting to go down just a little bit before i play it but i would definitely recommend the avengers game um yeah so my my proper one which is because that was a cheat (laughs)
0: it Um, was a cheat you don't recommend games on the recommend to the back end but i allowed it because it was marvel related
1: (laughs) yeah uh it's a film on netflix called project power Uh, i watched this the other day my friend also recommended this to me um and i think that's a really cool film where it's like basically you have uh you take a you can take a pill and you get a superpower so it's basically you have like a superpower unique to you it's not really unique to you maybe someone else has kind of the same power but you have a power you don't know what this power is until you take this pill this power could kill you for example you could get the ability to uh one of the examples in the film is like oh cryo stasis no cry No cryostasis time. Cryo something. Cryo is ice. So I can't remember what the other bit was. For cryo abilities. So basically you can freeze yourself or your temperature drops or you can freeze things, kind of shoot kind of like cold stuff to freeze you.
0: It's like um, frozen. And
1: yeah, kinda of like frozen. But like unless you know, more like um Iceman from the X-Men.
0: Oh right, right. right A yeah, bit yeah. like
1: that. Obviously mm-hmm. you went not proper ice, but like kind of like that in terms of your whole body decreases in temperature, right? So in the wrong conditions. If you take this, you could die because you would freeze so much that you would just shatter, right? On the other hand, you could get an ability which gives you invulnerable skin, so you're kind of like Luke Cage. That and that makes it incredible. So it's kind of like a gamble as to what you would get. And these mm. them, the way they explain these powers that they're based on the abilities of real life animals. Um, that kind of gets what uh, those are the powers that you kind of adopt. And I think that's a very cool concept, and it's very um interested. It's the leaders. Jamie Fox. Uh the there's, there's another actor. Who's the guy in Inception? That isn't Leonardo DiCaprio.
0: Oh, I know who you're talking about, but I don't know his name.
1: Okay, yeah, that, that guy's in it.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> He's in it. Um yeah, it's a really cool film. So yeah, I'd recommend that. It's on Netflix, Project Power.
0: Nice. That's actually on my list. I've been meaning to watch it for a while. I'm actually gonna watch that with my mom. Um yeah, because it, she it, was like, I really want to watch that. Yeah. Yeah. Watch it definitely i will speaking of uh inception um my recommend this week is inception
1: inception what yeah oh wait yes oh inception oh because the guy that i mentioned it
0: yeah yeah <laughs> okay so inception um i had never seen it before until recently because i watched ten in cinemas look it's telling at me okay <laughs> like because the thing is, I've tried to watch Inception, it. I love Inception,
1: man. I like Dreaming. It's cool.
0: It's a really, it's a really cool concept. I think the thing that, um, the reason why I never watched it before was because um, I've always tried to. But the thing is, I, I've had this stigma in my head that, like, this film is going to be really confusing. And it's I need to pay, pay like, full attention mm. to this film and make sure that, like, I am 100% invested. Otherwise, I'm not going to understand what's going on. Too so many people have told me this about the film. So I went in like, okay, I need to make sure I'm focusing. I need to make sure nothing else is going on while I'm watching this. And the times that I tried to watch it before, things would end up happening and I would n- mm. never be able to finish up, finish it as a whole or get interrupted in between. I won't understand what's going on. So it's on Netflix. So I decided, you know what? I'm going to do it. I'm going to sit down. Before I watch Tenet, I'm going to watch it. Um, So... The whole premise of this film is like a dream within a dream, and um, but also trying to pull off like planting an idea in someone's head so seamlessly that it it seems like it's their own. And with that, I'm not going to say anymore because I don't want to spoil any more of the film because it's incredible.
1: Mm. Got an
0: amazing cast, constantly mind bending with any um, Christopher Nolan film, and definitely it is probably one of his best films. And you guys should definitely watch it because it's mm. on. Netflix, so definitely give it a watch if you want something, um, something to really pay attention to and like thought provoke you if you have not seen it already. I
1: agree. Yes, yeah. it's, it's really rather trippy.
0: Did you have a to the back end? Because I famously uh, don't really have any to the back ends because I don't really watch yeah. bad stuff. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I if really you don't, do hang at the time. I mean, that's okay. I I that's fine. I don't have one. You can join maybe the club. Maybe.
1: Uh, Iron Iron Fist season one and two. And,
0: uh... Okay, that's that's not to... <laughs> okay. We'll go with Iron Fist then. That's fine. And then I'll go with Luke Cage season two. <laughs>
1: okay, season two, cool. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> right. So we have now reached the end of the episode.
1: Oh no! I mean, you guys can't hear my sexy voice anymore, and I'm I'm sad. I have to go.
0: Oh Gosh, yeah. Man, how... Well, thank you so much, Shay, for joining. No, me. Nandita,
1: thank you for hosting me. This has <laughs> okay. been a great Nord Nord. Oh, oh my God, that was Nord. That's NordVPN, guys. We're sponsored by NordVPN. <laughs> We're VPN. not
0: sponsored. Okay, we don't have sponsors. <laughs> guys, on this click the
1: description to get sent off for two months. With guys, what code? Again, Beats of Deeter 2020, featuring Shay. <laughs>
0: This is not an actual thing. Don't actually do that because you won't there's get a discount.
1: A, there's a link in the description. There's
0: not. I'm not gonna put a link.
1: Ten followers and then and then follow Nandita, you'll you'll get a freebie.
0: Your yeah. freebie will be me. No, this is this is not true. Okay, but it's been amazing to have you on. You have given some amazing Marvel knowledge and it's been awesome talking about that to you because I don't think I could talk to anyone Else to the level of knowledge that you have, so thank you for that. I definitely love Thank you for hosting me,
1: Nandita. Okay, Nandita, we've had an amazing time together talking about speculative information about the nerd society we
0: belong to. Okay, yeah. That's PG, guys. That's PG. Before what he said, what what he said before was not PG, but it's okay.
1: We keep it PG for the kids. Nibs, I'm talking to you.
0: <laughs> okay, so. Thank you so much once again. This is the part of the episode where I give you guys important information. So if you are listening on Spotify or Google Podcasts, right, give it give it a follow there. Or if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, give it a subscribe. If you are on Apple Podcasts, please do give the podcast a rating, preferably five stars, and a review. Any sort, sort of review that you can give so that more people can find the podcast. And if you want to find more information about the podcast, just some teasers uh, for upcoming episodes or just general podcast update stuff, you can follow my Instagram and Twitter accounts at Deets with Dita for both and also if you want to find out what films I'm watching on a day-to-day basis that I may not talk about on an episode, you can follow me on my Letterboxd account which is underscore Nandita underscore Um, next episode, this is episode 21 because I am pre-recording right now so this is a little bit weird it's for my 9 brain 9
1: plus 10
0: 21
1: <laughs> there we go
0: um so it, it makes sense that shay is on the meaniest episode so you know what it's all great um mm-hmm. so i think the next episode is going to be an oscar films episode um ooh. so it stay tuned for that i think a guest is going to be on that i'm not going to say the year and i'm not going to say the guest the guest is a returning guest though so ooh, oh. speculation Kingsley. i can't i can't tell you Anyway, thank you guys so much for listening to the episode and I will see you all next week. Bye, everyone.
1: Adios.